Greetings to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our style, but they stay frostbitten. You are now tuning to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man, DM Cool, and welcome to Cool Radio. What we doing? You can catch me on your TV, even on the radio. Pop up at a rock spot, and I'm right away, go. We invaded airwaves. Cool! Ain't no stopping us, they be watching us, we so prosperous, ain't no stopping us, ain't no topping us, they be watching us, we so prosperous. Indeed, indeed. Welcome back to the show, my people. You are now tuned to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! If you ain't know, you better call somebody and tell a friend to tell a friend that we're live on the airwaves right now <clears throat> in front of me. I will be handling things on the solo dolo tip for tonight, but next week we will have a guest coming. I promise you that. Um, on the agenda for tonight's show, we got to talk about, of course, the election fail of the century. We got to talk about Colin Kaepernick. We got to talk about Lil Yachty, unfortunately. And we also got to talk about Dave Chappelle. Unfortunately, but before we get to all of that, you guys already know how I feel at the start of each episode, man. I got to get some stuff off my chest. So on that note, it is time for another edition of Let That Ish Breathe. Let this bitch breathe. Yes, yes. Um, the hardest thing about doing this show on Fridays is the fact that I'm also doing it on the same night that the Raptors normally play, whether it be a home game or an away game. You guys, how you guys already know how red or die I am when it comes to the Raptors. Uh, last I checked, it was 58-44 for the Raptors against the Charlotte Hornets at halftime. So hopefully we keep that lead going. Hopefully it'll be a blowout victory for us or a victory nonetheless. But nonetheless, I digress. Um, for let that ish breathe, I want to talk about this little challenge. That's happening on the internet as of late. You guys already know what I'm talking about. I am talking about the mannequin challenge. Now, it is now another craze that's kind of sweeping the internet, basically. Social media, specifically. Um, do I like it? Do I dislike it? To be honest, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I like it because it's just another way of a group of people to express themselves, basically. Um, I like the fact that, you know, people kind of use these little, um, I guess, these little little challenges or things of that nature to kind of steer them away from negativity of, of the world and what's happening in the world today. Cough, cough, the election. Uh, but I do feel that it, it's a funny thing to do. Um, not, all, not all challenges are, are that great, like um, planking, for example. That was stupid. Um, the ice bucket challenge was kind of cool, you know, cause it was raising awareness for a good cause. So I can always get with that, but yeah, mannequin challenge. That's, that's the new craze right now. The running man challenge that happened this past summer, right? That was also a dope challenge as well. But yeah, I definitely think that the mannequin challenge is definitely dope right now. Uh, there's been a lot of good ones and not so many good ones. For example, a not so good one. I think it was the Dallas Cowboys management organization. So like Jerry, Jerry Jones and like a few of his co-workers whatever they did one while they were on a private plane and they're still kind of jittering like you could fully see them moving so yeah it was all right it was like good a for effort i guess yeah whatever right there was one that i saw with a group of kids and 
bless their hearts. I'm not even gonna roast them. I'm not gonna roast them. Like they weren't really standing still that well. Like they were just kind of like fidgeting around a little bit. But whatever, they're kids, you know. So like, I a for effort. Bless their hearts. It was kind of cute. It was cute. Uh, a really good one that I saw was from uh, rap duo Ray Shumard, and they were at a concert. And they did the mannequin challenge while they're in concert. So they're performing. You have some of their dudes, you know, hyping them up in the background. Even the crowd was really into the mannequin thing as well. Everyone stood still in the crowd. And you have to think it's like hundreds of thousands of people that they're performing in front of, or tens of thousands at the very least. So I thought that was really dope as well. Um, and then there was one more, uh, a really prophetic one that I really enjoyed was um, there was a montage of. Uh, black and white people so the black people were citizens and the white people were the police officers and you show them drawing their hand drawing their weapons towards the towards the black people who are in cars and stuff like that so i thought that was really profound you know something that's very enjoyable they kind of took a moment to be a bit more socially conscious about it so i applaud that one as well there was one more that i i think i really liked at least but it's escaping my mind right now but nonetheless there's been a lot of good ones and i want to see more i want to see um, how people can, you know, push the boundaries of creativity. My man Goliath Pot took part in one, so shouts to him. Um, I kind of want to be in one right now. I want to be in one. I, I want to grab a gang of people and be like, yo, let's do a mannequin challenge. Oh, and speaking of which, actually, an accidental mannequin challenge happened in the movie Doctor Strange. So if you go and watch that movie and you see one of the scenes in that film, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It was great. And... It's funny because I'm sure there are plenty of other people who, who notice that as well. But by the time that they, they filmed that shot or whatever and what have you, the, the makers of the, of the movie probably didn't even know what they were doing until now. And that movie has a lot to do with time manipulation. So um, it kind of ties into that. You know, it's a little bit of a play on words or a play on situation, if you will. But I digress. Um, Running, uh, I'm about to say Running Man Challenge. Uh, mannequin Challenge is A-OK -okay with me. I like it. I have no problem with it. Just be original with it. Have fun with it. And you're not going to get any angry backlash from me because I, for one, want to partake in one. Uh, do you guys like the Mannequin Challenge? Do you not like the Mannequin Challenge? Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and share your thoughts. Also, this will later be on YouTube and SoundCloud, so make sure you post your comments below. Now... After the commercial break, we've got to get into this election talk, all right? Now, I'm sure a lot of you guys want to get away from it, but I've been waiting a week to uh, say my two cents about it, so to speak. So I will be speaking on this, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to have the same sentiments that I do, but definitely the conversation has to continue. Uh, with that being said, we got to get to a commercial break, and we got to get to this joint from my man, Leandro, and it's called Like That. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. I'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. Once again, that was uh, my man, Leandro, with Like That. Now, time to get into the topic of the night, man. We have to, have to, have to talk about the elections that just took place. Now, if you've been living under a rock for the last 48 hours or so, or 72, give or take, um, then you are going to be in, a root for, in for a rude awakening because Donald Trump will now be the 45th president of the United States of America. I know, I know, it's hard to believe. It's very hard to believe, but you know, someone who has no government experience whatsoever, who's the head of a pageant show, who's the head of a reality show, who 
has been bankrupt four separate occasions, is now the president of the United States. That just lets you know, for both the better and for the worse, that anything is possible. Eh, to a certain extent. I mean, anything is possible if you're a white man who lives in a patriarchal society. But hey, that's none of my business. Where, where's my substitute joy? Let me, where's my substitute? Uh, ah, there you go. That's substitute. <laughs> Seriously though, seriously though, um, a lot of people are shocked by this. A lot of people are upset. They're disappointed, um, and rightfully so because if you've been paying attention to his campaign trail for the last oh, at least year, at least, then you'll know that he has said some various disparaging things about people of different cultural backgrounds, different racial, uh, sorry, different religious backgrounds, and also different genders as well. Well, there's man and woman, but He's been attacking women, basically. I mean, he called for Muslims to wear badges to identify as to whether or not they're Muslims. He said that Mexicans um, are bad, and basically all the illegal ones especially should be going back to Mexico and how they should be building a wall in front of Mexico between them and the United States so that they don't come back in here, and that they'll pay for the wall. And then he's saying how you know you can easily just – Go up to a woman and grab her by her genitals because you're famous and they like that stuff. But despite all that, you like for any other president, it would be game over at that point. But no, not for him because he's Donald J. Trump. And it's just it's it's amazing. Now, here's the thing right here. So I was taking a look at the numbers to try and get a better understanding as to what was going on. All right. Now, keep in mind, for all my uh, listeners who are listening outside of Canada, I am Canadian. All right, I'm Canadian. I'm not American. Um, so our voting system is a bit different from the American voting system. So I was taking a look at it, uh, taking a look at it, and I noticed that Hillary Clinton had slightly more votes than Donald Trump as far as the people are concerned. So that's called the population vote, um, and she had about forty nine percent of the vote. Versus 47% of the vote, all right, in terms of people who actually voted. Now, I'll get to that in a second. So she had slightly more votes, and it was even by like a sliver of a margin. Like it was crunch time at that point. However, Donald Trump had about 281 uh, what they call electoral votes as opposed to Hillary's, I think it was, it was like 220 or something to that extent. I could be wrong on that, but nonetheless, Trump had far more than her in that regard. Now, in order to claim presidency, you have to have at least 270 electoral votes. Now, how that's decided is that electoral votes are appointed by certain people within each state. Uh, some people, there may be a collection of nine people in one state, and there, one, and there may be a collection of 33 people in another state. That That is why a lot of these politicians are very gung-ho about winning a particular state because if they do, then they have a lot of the lion's share, so to speak. Whereas if they get, you know, let's say five states that have like nine people in it, then sure, you are covering some ground, but you at least need those three or four that can really swing the momentum in their favor. Now, here's the thing that I personally don't understand. Um, a lot of people in America are told that their vote counts. Their vote counts. You need to go out and vote. You can make a difference, et cetera, et cetera. Now, with that being said, when you look at the electoral vote, that is the one that really counts. So 
unless if I'm mistaken, and please somebody correct me if I am mistaken, what is the point of the popular vote if the popular vote isn't the one that decides the presidency? I mean, to me, it almost looks as though it's a survey of sorts that lets the government know who is more in favor with the people. So if that's the case, then why does the population vote really matter when it's boiled down to the electoral vote? Now, I was trying to make some sense of this. And again, please correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm missing some important information that needs to be added on into this diatribe. But nonetheless, um, I was looking at the numbers once again, and I noticed that about maybe 25 percent of the people voted for Hillary. And this is as far as people who have voted. 25% voted for Hillary, about 24 voted for Trump, if I'm not mistaken, please. Again, correct me. But then a whopping 46% of people did not vote at all. Now, that's probably because of the fact that they weren't happy with either candidate or they just didn't want to participate, whatever the case may be. And about 1.9% uh, of the votes went towards the independent uh, candidates, basically. So... With all that being said, uh, one, one other thing that I got to say as well is that I think the minority, not the minority turnout, the, uh, the millennial turnout dropped dramatically in comparison to the 2008 election. So I think about 47% of millennials voted during that election time, but only about 19% voted during this time around, which shows that the candidates had a very large disconnect between the younger generation. It was either that or the younger generation just said, screw it, I'm not voting for either one of you guys. Now, if I am wrong about the population vote just being a survey and what have you, then I feel like it is imperative that the people who did not vote, they needed to vote for the lesser of two evils in that regard. You know what I mean? And if you really didn't want to vote for either Hillary or Donald, then at least vote for one of the independent candidates. If their views match your views in any slight way, then give that vote to them because at least you're making a difference without saying, without making you know complaints or demands of your government, but not doing a thing about it in that civic regard. That is, if in fact your vote does count. If it doesn't, then I can't really say much to that. But I'm gonna go on the basis that the vote does count. I would certainly hope it does because the whole electoral thing it almost sounds like somewhat of a dictatorship. I mean, we're no different from. Uh, communist Russia, if that's the case. So I think America really needs to they really need to, they really need to simplify the, the whole voting system if that's the case because what's the point of you know marching to the masses protesting, making the people's voices heard if their vote really doesn't in fact count? Um, I was talking to some of my older friends and then they're explaining to me how this is the same uh, situation between Al Gore and George W. Bush Jr. way back in 1999. Or was it 1999? No, sorry, not 19... Wait, was it 99? Yeah, it was 1999, pardon me. Uh, back in 1999 when their election was taking place. So, it's... And, and it's it makes a lot of sense, you know, in the fact that from what I remember, you know, as a small boy growing up during that time that a lot of people were going for were going for Gore, but then Bush suddenly won because he had more votes or he had more electoral votes and like just the whole the, a lot of uh, jargon and rhetoric was tossed around and like, it just got me confused 
mind you, I'm like 11 or 12 years old at that point. But still, it was just very, I was very puzzled and perplexed at that point. And that we all know what happened for the next eight years after the fact. So a lot of people are fearing that the same thing, but worse, could happen. And they have every reason to fear that because you look at George Bush Jr.'s regime as president. Look at how much things happened during that time period. Um, the the home foreclosure back in 2007, which was basically the 2.0 version of the Great Depression. Then you have uh, 9-11 take place, all right, which led to the war in Iraq, which is still taking place right now. Um, and then you also had Hurricane Katrina. Now, mind you, that's a man-made inc- – uh, not man-made inc- – that's a natural disaster. But the FEMA relief effort, which was you know very late in preparation for – that natural disaster is what people were backlashing at him for. And then just a whole other things that we could go on for days and days about that happened under his regime. Now, if that happened under someone who has experience in politics, whose family members have experience in politics, then imagine the carnage and the chaos that could possibly take place under someone who has no regard for the opposite sex, no regard for people of other religious backgrounds, and no regard for people who have come from other religious, sorry, from other racial backgrounds as well. Keep in mind, at least four years ago, he was calling for the current president of the United States, Barack Obama, to release his birth certificate. Now this guy is shaking his hand in the White House being ushered in by the person that he accused of. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that just something? It's these moments that make me feel proud to be Canadian, ladies and gentlemen. Now, don't get me wrong. Canada, we have our own stuff to deal with. We're not perfect. Nobody is. But the lunacy that takes place in America pales in comparison to whatever mischief may happen in Canada. The fact that this guy has no experience whatsoever is now the 45th president of the United States. Think of how much stuff is going to happen under his regime. And, and, and here's the thing here. Here's the thing. There's already lunacy taking place in America right now. First and foremost, our Canadian dollar dropped to about 74 cents in comparison to theirs. Uh, so that's just one residual effect that's taking place. But then again, our dollar is always dropping uh, in comparison to the American dollar. But Anyways, I'll leave that alone for now. Um, And on top of that, racists and bigots are coming out of the woodworks now. I mean, if they weren't before already, they most certainly are now. They are coming out in droves, and they're going going on and terrorizing people. Spray painting signs in dorm rooms, writing insensitive things like, Porch monkeys go back to Africa, or screw you N-words, you guys are not welcome here. You know, grab her by the, you know what? It's people are people who aren't white are scared, and they have every right to be. They could get jumped by a herd of Klansmen, and no one will do anything about it because Trump. Well, he's not officially in office, but he will be. And based on what happened during his campaign trail with a lot of you know anti-Trump protesters, uh, basically letting their voices be known at their rallies and people getting beat up for it, he's probably just going to allow it. It's insane. I mean, and to think, 
And I'm not trying to, you know, disrespect or blame uh, Barack Obama for this, but you see so many people, uh, so many unarmed black individuals getting shot or being uh, wrongfully detained by police at the very least, and nothing was done about it. Imagine what's going to happen when Trump is in office and that stuff continues to happen. That stuff was already happening before Obama was in office. The only difference is that it was on tape just because, A, social media is now you know, within its prime, essentially, and, B, everyone now has a camera on their phone. Before 2008, very few people did, and even when they did, the camera uh, quality was like five megapixels at best. So with that being said, should America be worried? Yes. Should they be scared? Yes. Should they flee the country? No. And I say no because it's their duty as an American to fight back, fight the injustice. I know it'll seem like a treadmill battle, but if you really believe in your nation, then you'll do what you need to do to preserve whatever good is left within it. Now, if you really do want to move and go elsewhere, so be it. No one is no one is going to chastise you for that. I won't. I definitely won't. Hey, if you want to come to Toronto, you want to come to Edmonton, you want to go to Vancouver, be my guest. Canada is always welcome of you know new people from new areas and what have you. I'm not Canada's ambassador, but hey, you got no crow with me as long as you're not going to cause any trouble here. But for the people who do believe in America, they do believe in in what good is left in America, then it's up to you guys to stay and fight the good fight. And I'm being very sincere about that because you can't let evil trump good, pun intended. But in all honesty, you have to, you have to fight for what you believe. And if you if you believe in a better Amer- in a better America, then you'll definitely do what you need to do in order to preserve that. At least you know it starts with being kind to your neighbor, being tolerant of what their background is, whether it's religious or sexual or or racial or all three combined, whatever the case may be. You have to prove to other people in the world that America is in this 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 whorehouse of a nation that's being occupied by tyrants. You just have to keep on fighting, keep believing in the good spirit that you believe that America has, and all will fall into place, hopefully. But that's just my opinion. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool, cool underscore radio, or post a comment below once it gets posted and let me know what you think. Coming up after the commercial break, man, we got to get into Trip Talk, man. We got to get into Colin Kaepernick. We got to get into Dave Chappelle, and we definitely got to get into Lil Yachty. But before we do that, we got some music to get to. And, of course, we got to keep things going with the Canadian content. Uh, This one comes by way of Tasha the Amazon, and this one's called Cry of the Warrior, only on Cool Radio. Yeah. Yes, yes, yo, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man, DM Cool. And you're now tuned into Cool Radio. Once again, that was Tasha the Amazon with Cry of the Warrior. Make sure you go check out her music. Now, I'm just wrestling with my microphone right now. Uh, but nonetheless, while I'm doing that, it's time to get into Trip Talk, all right? So that's three topics in three minutes. And with that being said, let's get things started, shall we? So first topic on the deck, man. We got to talk about Colin Kaepernick, all right? Now, based on this whole election thing that's been happening, um, Kaepernick was interviewed by reporters, and they asked him, who did you vote for? This guy said 
he didn't vote for anyone. Now, this is very, very perplexing to say the least. Uh, but he basically said in his statement as to why he didn't vote for anyone. He said he believed that none of the candidates matched what he was looking for. Uh, in the candidate as far as addressing the social injustices that are taking place in America that he is protesting against. Now, here's the thing right here, man. Um, if this were anyone else who was not protesting at all, they weren't really active in any type of civic duties whatsoever. They just kind of went about their business, whether they're an athlete, an entertainer, or just the everyday person, so to speak, and they said they didn't vote. That's one thing, you know, you're exercising your right to choose not to vote, whatever the case may be. That's fine. However, because of the stance that you've been taking on for the past two months, from kneeling while the anthem is playing to calling out police brutality and saying how police are getting unpaid leave for the shootings of unarmed black people and things of that magnitude, which is totally valid you know, to protest against the fact that you say, you know, during America's most polarizing election time period that we've probably ever seen, the fact that you said that you did not vote. Oh, dude, dude, that, the, oh, ugh, dude, no, 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 just no, just no, bro. Oh, man. It makes you kind of look kind of weak right now. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, and I'm one person who defended. I'm sure you've had plenty of people defend you, and I've been one of them. But to say that you didn't vote, man, come on. Now, it's not like he said, I didn't vote because my vote doesn't matter based on the electoral vote system. If he had said that, he might have a point. Because electoral votes right now, they seem to matter more than the people's vote. Because if they're all about the people's vote, then Hillary would have been, uh, been the presidential elect. But he didn't say that. He said that none of the candidates matched what he was looking for that could address his issues. I understand if either one of those two didn't match them, but you should have done more research uh, as far as the independent uh, candidates were concerned. Now, of course, they wouldn't have been even anywhere close to winning, but at least your vote went to somebody who you thought was credible as president of the United States. Whether they would win or lose, you at least exercise your rights, especially based on the current platform that you've been taking publicly for the last couple of months now. But because you didn't even do that, and then you want to say that you didn't vote at all based on what you've been saying? Oh, man. You took one step forward and 500 steps back, bro. You moonwalked your ass back to, oh, man. Oh, that, oh, man. I really wanted to give this guy the wankster of the week, but I have a bigger one in store for that, a more collective one, if you will. But this is pretty damn close. Like, this is bad. This is now, it's, it's bad because it makes him look like a phony. It makes him look like a hypocrite. And it almost makes it look as though he's been doing this for publicity the entire time. I really don't want to say that that's the case. But it looks as it, he's giving off that, that appearance. He's definitely giving off that appearance. Will we hear more from Colin Kaepernick now that the election is done? Possibly. Maybe. We don't know. It's a possibility. But for the time being, it was the wrong move in this situation. 
not to make. You should have voted, man. You, based on what you've did, on what you've done rather, for this entire time, you should have voted. And even if you didn't vote, just lie and say that you did, man. You didn't, you didn't have to reveal who you voted for, but just at least lie and say that you did, just to save face. But you couldn't even do that. This is a prime example of when keeping it real goes wrong, and that's worth Dave Chappelle. Do you guys agree? Do you disagree? Please let me know and give me some clarity. Speaking of Dave Chappelle, he is the next person on our Trip Talk docket. And what a surprise that we've been given. It was announced last week that he will be hosting Saturday Night Live on November 12th. And he would have the musical guest of A Tribe Called Quest on the show to perform. Now, we are on the eve of that. We are on the precipice of that. And this guy right here is very excited for that. Now, I was going to stay home and watch it, but, you know, I'm being invited to a uh, um, a function of sorts at somebody's house uh, where there's going to be a gang of people. So I assume that we are all going to watch it in unison together. Perhaps maybe do a mannequin challenge of some sort. I hope so. Hopefully he'll kind of include that into a routine. But nonetheless, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. Uh, but no, nonetheless, this is very exciting because we haven't really seen Dave Chappelle on a mainstream platform performing ever since the end of the Chappelle show. And I think everyone would be in agreements, in agreements rather, when we say that that show ended prematurely. That show was like Biggie Small's career in a sense because it ended prematurely due to, you know, his untimely demise. Now with this show, Chappelle ended it on his terms because he was offered a boatload of money to do a third season. But he had a change of heart because it was kind of messing with his conscience um, at one point in time. And he decided to just kind of leave all that money on the table. And he just took a mental vacation, basically. This guy was caught. Well, not caught. But this guy was seen in South Africa, you know, on a vacation slash retreat of some sort just to get away. But it's good that we now have Chappelle coming back to the mainstream spotlight. I don't know what this means going forward for him, if he's going to continue making mainstream appearances, if he's going to revamp something to the extent of a Chappelle show. Uh, we don't know, but it's good to see that he's going back to, you know, primetime television again, at, if for just one night at the very least, because this guy now has a gang, a gang, a su-whoop gang of material to work with, especially now that the elections are now done and over with. Uh, the backlash of it continues. He, he, we have to expect that he's going to rip on that at least one time, at, on at least one skit. But I'm definitely excited for that, and I'm definitely excited for A Tribe Called Quest performing R.I.P. to Fife Dog. Um, their new album just came out today, which is available for, for purchase and streaming as well, so make sure you guys go cop that or listen to it. I know I will, for sure. Um, but what do you guys think about Chappelle returning to the small screen on the primetime level? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and let me know your thoughts. Finally, on the deck, I did mention Biggie. Um, I just like how all these things are kind of segueing together. Um, this one goes by way of Lil Yachty. Now, Lil Yachty was being interviewed alongside another, I think, rapper. I don't know who that other guy was. And they're basically playing a game of overrated and underrated. And the person who was asking the questions was basically throwing out names of people 
or names of things, just throw them out there, and the simple response was overrated or underrated. So when they mentioned Biggie Smalls, Lil Yachty said that he was overrated. Now, this is definitely wankster-worthy as well, but again, I have a bigger one in mind for that, a more collective one. Um, this is definitely wankster material because of the fact that Biggie is anything but overrated. Now, do I agree with people calling him the greatest rapper of all time? No, I don't, because you can't be the greatest rapper of all time with only two albums under your belt, regardless of what happened to you. I just, I won't accept that. Top five all time? Yes, absolutely, because of what he did for the hip-hop community in this short time. That's enough to get him to the top five, basically. And his influence as well is carried over because of that, which is what brings him into that top five uh, discussion. But number one? No, I can't give him that. But despite that, to say that he's sorry, to say that he's overrated, that is a fail. And I would hate to believe that Lil Yachty of all people is a representation of this current generation, because I refuse to believe that. I think Jake Cole is a much better representation. Uh, representation. Um, Kendrick Lamar, much better representation. Logic. Um, Say what you want about this gentleman, but I feel like Drake is a much better representation of this generation than Lil Yachty. Lil, Lil Yachty being the spokesperson of this generation is like Donald Trump being president. That's basically what it is, as sad as that is to say. But nonetheless, with Lil Yachty, he is entitled to his opinion, but I feel like at this point he's trolling. I feel like he's absolutely trolling. I think it's, it's cardinal sin to say that someone of his magnitude should be considered to be overrated based on what this man has done throughout his career and the influence and the legacy that he left over after his untimely passing. So I think right now Yachty is just trolling for clickbait. He is walking living clickbait. That is what he is. I think that's the best way to put it because his music isn't that good, though people are listening to it, but whatever. Um, people make mistakes. Um, he seems very disinterested in hip-hop uh, from the artistic standpoint, even though he has the audacity to call himself an artist. Um, and he just doesn't respect certain principles and values of hip-hop. I mean, I'm not going to be, you know, um, the, uh, the what's this guy's name? The Clint Eastwood on the, on the porch talking about, get off of my lawn. But at the same time, you do have to know your history of hip-hop if you're going to be a practitioner of it in any way, shape, or form. And then you may not have to follow the ideals of it, but you have to respect it. And I feel like he doesn't respect it. I mean, I, no further example comes to my mind than when he was on Hot 97 and he was asked to do a freestyle, freestyle over a primo beat. And if you don't like that type of production, then that's fine. But at the same time, you're an MC. So, or you're considered to be an MC at least. So when you are asked to you know, step up to the plate, spit a freestyle. I don't care if it's written or if it's off the dome. I really don't care, to be honest. But you got to choose what the selector gives you, man. That's just what it is. And he's giving you Primo. Primo was like top five greatest producer of all time, bar none. And when he gives you a Primo beat, man, you make the most of it. You make the most of it. And for him to say, I don't want to rap all over these old-ass beats or whatever, that's just... 
it's just disrespectful, man. I'm sorry. That's just it's disrespectful. So me personally, I definitely feel like this guy's trolling. I just feel like he's doing it for likes. He's doing it for the attention. And that's all he is. He's a walking troll. He's just a walking troll. He's just walking clickbait. If clickbait had a human form, it would be the loud mouth, overly obnoxious, red brain having looking like a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger looking dude, Little Yachty. I mean, the man's name is Little Yachty, for goodness sake. So that doesn't indicate anything that I don't know what does. But nonetheless, what do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and let me know your thoughts. Uh, speaking of old school, man, it's time for the Throwback Thursday track of the day. Sorry, Flashback Friday track of the day. So let's get to it right now. Yeah. Old school with it. Old school with it. Old school with it. Old school with it. Now, this one comes by way of a gang of rappers, all right? This one comes by way of Queensbridge Finest Nas, the Pitbull in the skirt, and the First Lady of Rough Riders, Eve, and, of course, Misty Misdemeanor Elliot. This track is from 1998, and it is entitled Hot Boys. So when we get back, we do have the Wankster of the Week, so keep it locked. This is Cool Radio, and we'll be right back after these messages. Yo. <laughs> Maximum FM Hip Hop. Like us on Facebook. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is one hot boy over here, but still so cool. It's your man, DM Cool, with Cool Radio. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the show that you've all been waiting for. So with that being said, let's get to it. <clears throat> Who has entered the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame this week? Who has been crowned the captain of Coonery this week? Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Wankster. Of the week. Wankster of the week goes to the American government for letting Donald Trump become the 45th president of the United States of America. Now, this one seems like a cop out wankster, but it's a necessary one. The fact that this guy has no presidential experience, like I alluded to earlier, the fact that he makes disparaging comments to anyone who isn't a white man, and the fact that he has little to no regard for anyone other than himself is going to be running the greatest superpower on Earth today. Now, my personal opinion on this is basically what I've already mentioned earlier in the broadcast, but on top of that, the the biggest mistake was made when this guy got past the primaries. How did that happen? Was Ted Cruz not good enough? Was was um was was um Jeb Bush not good enough? Like were were people were oh my gosh, I can't even talk properly right now. That's that's how flabbergasted I am because of the fact that this guy is gonna be in charge of a nation, in charge of a country. This guy couldn't even couldn't have even couldn't even have four of his businesses open in time to make proper profit. And this guy's going to be running a country. This is one big, giant fail for America, ladies and gentlemen. A one big, giant fail indeed. Because of the fact that this guy lacks the credentials of becoming a president to, to be in charge of a nation. Who's going to run it for him? Like, I feel like, and conspiracy theorists will always say that there's always going to be people in the background who are running the country, whereas this person is the puppeteer of sorts. Or, or the puppet, I, I should say. Rather, the people in the background, they're the puppeteers. Um, but be that as it may, even if that is the case, 
he's the face of America. Right front and center. He's the face of America. So when I hear, you know, people like Kanye West or The Rock saying that they want to run for president, they have everything within their not only their rights, but it's now become a possibility. Like anyone can run for president. And the joke is, you know, when you're going to uh going to like apply for a job, whatever, you shouldn't even have to be required to list your no- your qualifications. What qualifications does Donald Trump have other than being a rich white man? Other than that, what does he have to bring to the table as far as being the president? Nothing. So anyone can become president. Hell, I'm not even American. I should run for president. Oh, boy. I have nothing else further to say to this. I've pretty much said my piece at the beginning of the show. So with that being said, does America, the powers that be within America, deserve the wanks of the week? Of course they do. And with that being said, I'm going to drop it on the one more time just like this. Ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, tonight's show. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Next week, we will have Carrie Ann Wright, a.k.a. Miss Care. Uh, she is a voice talent. She is a model. She is a performer. Uh, she will be in studio to, uh, next Friday, and we'll be discussing a whole bevy of topics. Uh, other than that, you guys already know where to reach me. Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio. And also follow the show on Facebook at cool. I think it's. Cool Radio CC. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Cool underscore Radio, like I just mentioned. Also, hit us up on SoundCloud at Cool underscore Radio and follow us there for the full to get the full audio podcast. And then as well, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube at Cool underscore Radio to catch any video clips as well. As you guys already know, Cool Radio is a division of Cool Click Media and Entertainment, reminding you each and every day that we are out here creating our own legacies. Keep it gravy and wavy. We are out of here. Peace. Cool. Cool.